Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. Well, one show we have to talk about this week is a show we've both seen and I saw again. Clinton. Oh, I saw Clinton. Clinton again. I wish I'd seen it again. Ugh. How was the second round? It was good. Do you know what, though? What? Judy Gold was out. What? Yeah. How was her understudy? Well, it was weird because they split the track. Oh. Because they only have two swings, mm-hmm. a, a male swing and a female swing. So they had the female swing do do all of her like ensemble parts and then they actually had the tall middle-aged do man the Eleanor Roosevelt do part, the Eleanor Roosevelt cool. and the Linda Tripp part that makes me really I upset know. I don't like I that at all that's really not okay well it's closed now so f you <laughs> that's fucked up yeah. fuck you god damn it that makes me angry I know that's not okay yeah. That adds so much like derogatory humor to something that was that never had that. I in know, it. right? That's what I thought too. <sighs> I know. What a fucking disappointment. Yeah. How was Carrie Butler? I mean, she was delightful. God damn it, I wish I'd seen it again. I wish they got a cast recording. I love yeah, Carrie I Butler. I feel like Ugh. it'll have a future though. I bet it'll be licensed. And depending on how the election goes next year. Maybe there'll be a lot of productions of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they'll Hmm. change a little bit of it depending on whatever the outcome is. Hmm. But it was good. It was delightful. Again, minus that. That one thing. That's really disappointing. It was weird, though, to like watch and be like, because that that man, that ensemble man was still doing his regular ensemble parts that weren't just Eleanor Roosevelt and Linda Tripp. That's weird. So... That woman did play Franklin Delano Roosevelt, though, in the wheelchair that Judy uh, Gold plays. Yeah, whatever. But other than that, disappointment. It was still delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I'd seen it again, but mm. oh well. Can't have it all. No, nope. <laughs> can't have it all. Hey, wait, you know what I'm really excited about that I think I texted you about, but I don't know if you saw it. What? The, there's a musical going to be at Nymph this summer about Tanya Harding. You and did. Nancy that's Kerrigan. right. That's right. And Jenna Lee Green is playing Nancy oh, Kerrigan. That's the. Wait. Oh, yeah. No, that makes we sense. We have to go. Yeah, absolutely. We have to yeah, see absolutely. this. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, can't, I'm, I have to see it. Mm. I'm so excited. I yeah. hope it's good. Me too. <laughs> or like terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Who's playing Nancy? I mean, Tanya Harding. I didn't recognize her name. Oh, okay. But yeah. Mm. Very exciting. So exciting. There was a picture. There was a picture of them in costume. Oh, let me look it up. The Bill's headline is musical about Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan scandal draws Broadway actors. That's a weird headline. Yeah. Tracy McDowell is playing Nancy Kerrigan. Motown. She was in Motown and in Rent. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. She does not. Maybe familiar. it was on Twitter. There was. Well, it a wasn't picture. this story. I just clicked on the first story because I just wanted to know who that person was. There was a picture was. of them in like tracksuits. Ugh, that's it's amazing. Yeah, I hope. I really want to see it. The pro- that's the problem with nymph. I mean, oh, the problem so with much nymph to is see. That, yeah, there was just so much to see that often I'm just like I can't deal <laughs> yeah. and I don't even look. Right. Because then you're like, oh, how do I choose? And or. Because of the the types of productions, what where is this in the process? Right, right. You know? Yeah. Oof. 
I don't think I see, I didn't see anything at Nymph last summer, I don't think. Yeah, we saw that concert. It was like Irish music or something. Yeah, let's, yeah, it was called For Tonight and. um, It's about like gypsies. Yes, 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 yes. It was about gypsies and it was Chanel Williams and Spencer Williams. Married couple composers. Right. Uh, that's that we saw at Nymph. I remember seeing a a TV theme song musical at Nymph. <laughs> I remember you telling that me I about that. I think Shirley Ralph was in. Somebody was in it where I was like, "What?" Yeah. Shirley Ralph? Maybe I'm wrong. It that's was someone that crazy. I would be like, "I wouldn't think that you would be in this." Whoa. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the past, I don't uh the Last summer, I guess we saw that thing. And then the past two summers before that, I was out of the city all summer. So I didn't see anything. And then before that, actually, those two summers before that, I worked on shows. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, like, uh, interned for shows at Nymph. Um, But Nymph is awesome. And I definitely want to see that musical about ice ice skating. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, oh my god! I know they won't have it at Nymph because it's low budget. But like, if they keep working on it, they can get that fake ice. <gasps> yes, and they can teach Jenna Lee that Green would be to amazing. be a figure Oh my god! Skater. It was Jenna Lee Green also was in. That. I'm looking at this <laughs> right now, and it was Cheryl Lee Ralph. What? And Michael Yuri. What was it? You saw a show with what? <laughs> Jenna Lee Green, Cheryl Lee Ralph, the and Michael Yuri includes Jenna Lee Green, Colin Hanlon. Oh. From submissions only, Kurt Hansen, Shirley Ralph. Oh my God. And then, oh, it's, oh, the studio. Oh, I didn't see Michael Yuri because I remembered this now. That one role was one night was played by Michael Yuri and another night was played by Paige Davis Page. Ah, and I saw Paige, Paige Davis, Davis Page. 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 Awesome. She's um, awesome. Yeah. It was, it was. Was it good? It was funny. It was cute. Um, I the did what we usually don't, doing? I don't know. I did what we don't usually do when we <laughs> see a show. And I think I have, I wrote on the playbill or the program. I took notes because it didn't list all of the theme songs. Oh. So I wrote down all the ones that I knew. Whoa. You wrote on your playbill? It wasn't a playbill. Oh, it was a, okay. pro, it was like you know, a it was like right. a, sure, 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 sure. you know, you went to Kinko's and you printed right. it off. I mean, that's something I would never do, but it is you know fun I mean, when you though? find because, them. Well, and... I normally wouldn't either. I wouldn't take note notes on them, but that I feel like now I know what songs Absolutely. were in that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, clearly. Oh my gosh, though. So much casting this week. So much. So much casting this week. They announced casting for the Anastasia reading. Anastasia. Anastasia. Anya. Yeah, 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 Anya. yeah. Um, real excited about that. Aaron's and Flaherty. That's the most important What's casting. that dog's name? Puku or something? Is it going to be in the in the musical? Probably not. I know. <laughs> I know. They always get rid of the oh, animal sidekicks. A bummer. Yeah. But this cast sounds great. Great. Alina Shadow. Yep. Anastasia. Interesting and exciting. Very exciting. I wonder if they'll if her hair will change from short to long inexplicably like in the movie. Huh? Huh? Her, she has that, like, little bob, and then when they dress her up, she has, like, long oh, hair. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. <laughs> You're so right. She, 
How they? That's funny. God damn it! You know they loved extensions at the turn of the century. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's why I rewatched. So when they announced the that Aaron and Flaherty were working on this, I rewatched this movie not that long ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, and then we're going through this whole list, and you said who's playing Rasputin. Rasputin. There's no one listed as playing Rasputin, but Ramin Karimloo is listed as playing Gleb Vaganov, a new role created for the stage Yeah, production. I think it's a good idea to get rid of Rasputin. <laughs> that shit's fucked up. That part of the movie is nonsense. Like, I'm like, he's a real like fucking person. And he, like, Rasputin died? Right. Yeah. No, he like sold his soul to the devil to fuck with like the russian czar yeah. like that he like and I his think, whole quest in life is to kill the czar's family i think they should tell the story of the <clears throat> real woman who pretended to be anastasia mm, not this yeah. like she actually is anastasia right that'll be a, then aaron Flaherty's next project yeah yeah the like the results of that i don't where understand she, like, how moved you come to america like because but here's like after watching the movie i got really curious so i like mm-hmm. read up on it and like they fucking found anastasia's like bones yeah i don't know where the rumor came from right. that that anastasia well, all, like, didn't die it's like folklore or whatever well, right. but they're like no but science yeah but you know people think elvis is still alive well that's silly you know what People want to believe, you know, that's why you watch the, the X-Files. X-Files. I, that's not why I watch the X-Files. I know, it's not why you watch the X-Files. I watch the X-Files for Gillian Anderson's <laughs> hair. Wait, but there's so much more great casting. Yes, there. there is. Our our favorite, 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 Douglas Sills. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. That's the one. I'm so fucking excited. I fucking love Douglas Sills. Wait, but his name is the best because it's like... Uber uh, Russian? Yeah. Vladimir Vanya Voynitsky Vasilovit. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you just said all that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I He's going to be great. Oh, and Mark Evans is Dimitri. Mark Evans is a Book of Mormon alum. Right, 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 right. He was a, an Elder Price. Right. I think on tour. I'm not sure if he I'm, came to I think on the I saw I'm him. Not, I don't think probably so. Probably. He's I very handsome. The tour so and, it oh, will work. Well. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And the most beautiful woman in the world, Mary Beth Peel, <gasps> as Angela Lansbury. Yep. The Dowager Empress. And Joanna Glushak as Lily, who was Sophie, voiced by Bernadette Peters in the movie. I like that that character is still a character. It seems like the type of character that would get cut. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think she's not like... It, extremely important to the mm, plot yeah she's just voiced by bernadette peters so it's fun and it's like well I think she has relief, a song i guess yeah i can't remember i should i should because she's like the, the she's like french and she's like takes her yeah. shopping and stuff right because that's what all those like um well like we learned in dr Zhivago, which i that's where they all go to paris or germany right because i have to flee the right the rich people yep and or I don't know what the czarists, I think, like royalists, people who are pro czar. That's what they call them. Get out of there. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's so fascinating, that whole thing, the whole story of that situation. The czar? Which is why I like, well, and the czar, the communist takeover, all those people having to flee, and the fact that 
Like, that's why I wish this were about the real person who pretended to be Anastasia. Because if she had, not only would she be the crown princess to no crown, which was still held in such high regard by these people who have fled, they would have treated her like a queen. But also she she could she was heir to the dowager's fortune that whatever she had taken out of Russia with her. So when they when those people I just like watched a thing where they were talking about right. Anastasia. You know, when they heard that someone was pretending to be here, they were like, Oh, no way. Who was? The the communists? No, the other people in the court and or people in the family that did survive, that, that had fled. fled the that other people would, that fled. That when the dowager died, they would be part of what her What the fuck inheritance. is that? What's dowager? What? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. It's like a, a... A trust fund? No, 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 no. It's a woman. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like I'm a so title. Confused. Ah. I know you don't watch Downton Abbey, but, uh-uh. I thi- but Maggie Smith is the dowager countess. I think it means... That you have the title, but you're not like the the one with the power of that title anymore. Right, but rich people, nobody, what? Nobody, you're all irrelevant well, because they don't, you don't have a country like anymore. to it. I know. That's stupid. I know. Get, That's what's get so over fascinating yourself. to me. They're crazy. You're fucking insane. <laughs> like your country was like, that, nope. That's going to happen in America. <laughs> We're going to take the that 1%. And, and do what with them? Run them out of the country. Oh. I mean, that's not going to... No, that's... That's where we're headed. I think it's the opposite, unfortunately. Um, just talking about income inequality and how the people are going to rise up eventually. Right. That's what you're saying. And I'm saying, That's what happened in Russia. I think it's the opposite. What? That you don't think the people are going to rise up? Yeah. Mm, I think it'll happen eventually. Anastasia. <laughs> Well, this is like a private reading, so... If anyone can get us in, <laughs> Jesus Christ, get me in there. Oh, my God. I'll love you yeah. forever. Oh, I want to go oh, so badly. already. Oh. <laughs> I'm looking at this. Boom. They, like, announced Patty. the cast after it happened. What? Oh, I just looked at the names up. of the cast. You didn't even so look ex- at it. I so. got so excited. It happened on the 12th. Well, you know what? Hurry up and give me a regional production within a three-hour drive of New York City. Paper Mill Playhouse. (laughs) No, if it's a paper mill, that means we won't see it for like another like year and a half at least. Oh, yeah. It's a long time. That's true. I don't know. Where else? Art. I mean, (laughs) A-R-T. Somewhere. Do it. Take it to New Haven. (laughs) Take it to New Haven. There's just like a lot of empty theaters in New Haven, Connecticut. I think the, well, it's not the Schubert, but there's a theater that has the name of a Broadway theater. Maybe it is the Schubert in New Haven, but that was like. Is that like where touring shows come through New Haven or like, like, I feel like there must have been like a theater industry in New Haven that's dead now. Probably. Interesting. I mean, now it's just, I'm sure now it's just tours that go through. Hmm. It might also be like the Berk, like the Berkshires, that area. Where there's like in Pittsfield, right, there's a right, few theaters. A theaters. New Haven is like a little bit further from New York City than you think it is. Yeah. Like I think it's a solid two and a half hours. Mm. But anyway. I don't know. Rory Gilmore took a bus from Hartford. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> to New York and then back in a day. Right. She right. walked from Penn Station to Yeah, I remember to Washington when I was Park. watching that and I was like, what fucking time did I mean, you know, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, when I was rewatching Gilmore Girls like a couple months ago, there was a lot of things that I was like, How many fucking hours are there in your day? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they have these insane days she where like walked from Penn from Port Authority, I mean, huh. to Washington Square. Because later in the episode, she's like, I'm not going to ride the subway. And I was like, you didn't ride the subway to get to Washington Park? You walked there from Port Authority? And, okay, wait. So what time in the morning did she leave? Hartford. Probably like six, between six and seven. Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. Okay, that's like a solid, that's like a solid, well, depends on traffic, two hours. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. Depending on traffic. Then she walked from Port Authority down to Washington Square Mm -hmm. Park. Not getting lost. Right. Apparently. How long is that of a walk? I mean, that's a long walk. That's 45 like, minutes, especially if she's doing Connecticut walking. Yeah, okay, I guess. No, I think it's longer than that. Maybe. Maybe I'm underestimating. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> you were just going to check Google I Maps. Was, I <laughs> was. I was. important. I, I didn't know. even mean to bring I was this like, up. This is, doesn't matter. <laughs> That, that kind of shit happens on TV all the time. Yeah, I, I was just actually watching Friends yesterday, and they were talking about they were going to Ross and Monica's parents' anniversary party uh-huh. at, on Long Island, assuming in the town that they grew up in, in the town that her parents, uh-huh. their parents live in, on Long Island, unspecified Long Island. Right. And unspecified. It's the episode with Alec Baldwin, uh-huh. where Phoebe's bringing yeah, Alec yeah, yeah. Baldwin oh, on the so table. happy He's about like, everything. Yeah, right? And, yeah. and they're leaving, and they're like... How are we getting there? And Monica's like, we're driving. And they all walk out the door. He's like, how exciting we're driving. And I'm like, the only person out of all of you that owns a car is Monica. And she owns the Porsche, which only... Phoebe had that cab, but they couldn't all fit in the cab either. Right. Like a minivan. I thought the cab got totaled. Listen, none of them had fucking cars. We're driving. And Oh, we're driving. They just like say that. And then they walk out the door. And I'm like, what? None of you have cars. Zip cars? Oh, and then the best part was then... Because they were so annoyed with Alec Baldwin, Ross and Rachel were like, we're going to hang back. And then they were like, let's take our own cab. And I was like, you're going to take, take a cab back to Long, Long Island? Island? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and back? The there and Why back? Why didn't you take the LIR? Which is also funny because literally like five episodes earlier, there was that episode where Ross gets that new teaching job. Oh, and he has where, to take the train to Poughkeepsie? No, no, oh. no, no, no. We where, have to go cross town? Cross town, right? <laughs> and he ends up on the rollerblades. But Rachel was like, why don't you take a cab? And he was like, a cab? What am I made of money? Yeah. And he was like, I don't like it. It's just, it's just, I'm sorry, but in rewatching Friends, I've had I mean, a lot I guess, of inconsistencies. I guess every day humor. if you're taking a cab Sure. But like, I'm sorry, a cab from the West Village to a town on Long Island, that's an, ex- that's probably like a two, several hundred dollar cab ride. Mm. I've paid I've like had a cab from like Times Square to my apartment and it was like $50 jeez well like to well it's a different because it's an airport but like if you take a cab to Newark it's like around a hundred dollars yeah so i guess that makes sense long island it's about as far it's probably depending on where they're going right i don't know how far out okay. there was anyway whatever let's get back to casting Casting. <laughs> the complete cast for waitress was announced i love it also. i'm so excited to see oh, that not show. the complete cast the, the principles principles yeah yeah which we knew already jesse mueller very exciting so 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 exciting as felicity the musical and <laughs> jenna dewall 
is Dawn, one of her waitress friends. Cool. Like her. And Calisettle is Becky, the other waitress friend. I think I'm going to rewatch this movie tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I have it as well, I think. Uh, so I want to rewatch it. And as the nice doctor mm-hmm. is Drew Gelling, who we love from On a Clear Day. Yeah. Reunion with Jesse Mueller. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's nice. And Joe Tippett as Earl, the bad husband. Mm. And he, you guys may or may not know, but we saw him in Airline Highway. Um, and we talked to him at the Airline Highway yeah. press event, so you heard us talk to him. And he was great in that, so I'm very yeah. excited to see him in this. And he played a pretty like douchey, <laughs> bad guy character in that show, so I think he'll be mm. good at it. Mm. I don't know that I would call that character douchey, but I understand why you called him douchey. Yeah. I had I had some empathy for him. Oh, certainly, certainly. I can have empathy for douches. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Dakin Matthews is Joe. Kindly old man Joe. Awesome. From Rocky. And Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> always comes back to Gilmore Girls. Not really. Yeah, it does me, always it does. come back to Gilmore Girls because we cast Lauren Warsham. Oh, that's true. Lorelai Gilmore this it's week. true. Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. Yeah. Also, I think it's really funny that we interviewed Lauren Warsham and then the very next day I saw Bryce Pinkham. Yeah, I was Crazy. thinking about that too. I was like, you should have told him that we interviewed I spent Lauren Warsham. such a long time staring at his face trying to figure out if it was him. I did not feel the confidence. My favorite thing is that you texted me to say you thought it was him and and I asked you if he was wearing a baseball cap mm. and you said, yes, it is him. <laughs> I said yes because he was, and at that right. point, I felt confident that it was uh, him. He, I like saw usually, his face. I saw his face from a, a different angle, and mm-hmm. I was like, "No, that's definitely him." This sounds creepy for me to say, but I, it, I, we've seen him around a lot because yeah. a he's in you know the Times Square area, and b he must live off my train because right. I see him on the train a bunch, and he's almost always wearing a San Francisco Giants baseball Interesting. cap. Interesting. I don't yeah. remember what the well. This I was going to was. ask you if it was a San Francisco <laughs> Giants baseball, cap, and I was like, "There's no point to that because he'd be like, I don't know, but he's wearing a baseball cap." He was so I just a asked if he was wearing a baseball well cap. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, since we're talking about Lauren. Warsham. Yeah. Let's throw to this interview. We're here with Lauren Warsham. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Yay. Yay. Thanks for talking to us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we're going to go through, uh, we have 10 questions that we ask all of our guests. So we're going to go through those first. They're sort of like fast, you know, fast. Whatever, whatever. I mean, it doesn't have to be fast. If you have a story that comes up, it, like definitely tell it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. First question. Do you know Beth Level? Uh, yeah, I did. I don't. I don't know her personally. We did a workshop of something together, and I couldn't tell you. Oh, yes, it was. It was. Um, it was. Oh, what's that movie with Kate Beckinsale before she got all the plastic surgery? Um, Serendipity. Nope. Nope. Oh. Pre that. Oh. Cold Comfort Farm. I've never seen that movie. It's a great movie. Oh. I highly recommend it. Well, that's exciting. Which show do you most want revived? Gosh, I don't know. For some reason, the first thing that's popping into my head is Camelot. I don't really know why. Mm. But I would see that. Yeah. It'd be a good Guinevere. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but if the question is, what do you want to see revived, mm. not be in? I would say the Tommy. Who's Tommy? Oh, my God. I would love that. I've yeah. never seen a production of that. Neither me, have I. Me either. I would love that. Yeah. Yes. Let's do that. I think that would be a good um, Weisler production. 
Oh yeah. Stunt casting. Absolutely. Stunt casting, definitely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, keep it uh, keep it running. Yeah. Have you ever fallen asleep on stage while pretending to be asleep or dead on stage? <laughs> no. That's good. That's good. You're a professional. I have not. <laughs> What's your favorite Broadway house? Huh. Um, I guess the Walter Kerr. I mean, I gotta say that. It's so beautiful and it's it's so small. It's like the perfect size, you know? Yeah, yeah, I dig that. We love that um balcony. Those yeah. two two rows in the balcony. They're yeah, great. I call those the racist balcony seats. Like you I feel like a lot of houses have those and I feel like those were not seats for people who actually were paying. Good point. I feel like they were kind of segregation y. Oh, I never really thought of it that way. They're terrible seats. Yeah. Well, it's it's also actually interesting sometimes uh, and when you only two rows right. There's only two rows. It's nice because there's like always cheap seats to the productions that are in that theater. True. Although you're sitting all the way back there, but sometimes I get really curious about certain sh- uh, theaters before they've been remodeled. You can see where there was like the balcony entrance and where the orchestra yeah. entrance was because it was like you did not go in the same door. Right, right. I and, mean, and they were all built in the 30s and yeah. 20s, so yeah. How old is your headshot? Oh, wow. Before I met my husband, so six years ago, definitely. And then it was before, it was after Spelling Bee, before Candide. It was the year my grandmother died. I remember because I talked to my mother on the phone for two hours before I went in to get them, and she didn't tell me the entire time because she didn't want me to be crying in the pictures. Wow. She told me after. Oh, Nana. Um... That was, gosh, so I did Spelling Bee. I graduated in 2005. I did Spelling Bee. So it must have been 2007 or 2008, and it's 2015 now, so. You got a lot of good use out of those headshots. I don't age. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have guessed that you graduated in 2005 from college. Yeah. We're the same age. Well, there you go. Yeah. You also look quite young. Good skin. Good for us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good skin. Do you read reviews? Yes and no. I try not to. Especially if it's a long run. Like, Gentleman's Guide, I only read the New York Times review because, I mean, everyone was reading it at the party. And then once I heard it was positive, I was like, okay, I'll read it. (laughs) Sure. Um, But when it's a shorter run, I try not to read them until it's over. But, you know, if you're there for like a year, it's like a long time to, you know. But don't ever Google yourself. That's the worst. Mm. Because people can say mean things. And you just don't want to go down that road. Stay away from the Broadway World message board. Right. (laughs) Don't go there. (laughs) What is the show you've seen the most times? Huh. Like a live production. Yeah. Well, I saw, on Broadway, I saw August Osage County three times. And I saw Billy Elliot twice. Um, and then other than that, I'd say things that my husband has written because, you know, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen Whisper House a lot. <laughs> Who would you fangirl over? Who would I fangirl over? So many, well, Meryl Streep, definitely. I totally fangirled over Bill Nye when he came to the show, the science guy. I was yes. going to ask the science guy yeah. or the British guy? Yes. Bill Nye, the science guy. I love Bill Nye, is the he, science guy. Is it guy. pronounced Nye, the British it's, one, or there's is it like Nye? an extra, it's, yeah, it's Nye? not quite so like Nye, but it's not just Nye. Nye. It's in, in, in between. Oh. Yeah, totally oh. for, for Bill Nye, I fangirled. I would totally freak out if I met Martha Stewart. Went to the, a taping of the Martha Stewart show I once. Too. Wasn't her studio beautiful? Beautiful. Oh, it was so beautiful. You know, they don't do it anymore. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I wrote her a letter when she was in prison. That's amazing. <gasps> Did you like send money to her commissary or anything else? No, I didn't. I figured she had plenty of money. Um, <laughs> but um, I wrote her a letter. I think she's kind of brilliant. She gets a bad rap. And I'm sure she's, I mean, I've heard that she's like, 
intense or quote unquote bitchy, but I think that's just because she's a woman mm. and she's like a CEO. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, I think she's cool. <gasps> what did you say in your letter? Basically that. That's well, awesome. I was like, I just feel like you, you paid. I hope she got it. Years. You know, I never got a letter back, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe she was sticking her letters up on the walls of her cell. The issue when she came out of prison is amazing because she talks about things she did while in prison. It's amazing. In Martha Stewart Living, the magazine. And she's like, well, you know, around Christmas I found some old terracotta molds in the basement and made soaps from, (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. And then she's like, sometimes I would take walks and forage for wild dandelion greens to make a salad. I'm not kidding. What? I'm not kidding. Which totally sounds crazy. And now we all watch Orange is the New Black and know that that shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. My God, she, I feel like she was probably really popular in prison. Well, I mean, she was also kind of a posh women's prison. But I will say this. She has since been very involved in women's prison issues. And especially because, you know, most women who are in prison have kids. Um, and so it's like about, you know, you're taking the mothers away from their children and blah, blah, blah. And they're mostly nonviolent. And she's become very involved in that. If we want to talk about that. <laughs> you go, girl. You go, Martha. All about women's issues yeah, on this yeah. podcast also. Oh, that's so cool. What was your best or worst survival job? Huh. You know, none of them were really that bad. When I first got out of college, I had like four jobs. My first job was I was a line monitor at um, the Schubert Theater. And at the time, it was Spamalot. So I'd get there at like 7 a.m. and like have my little cap on and give everyone the spiel. Back then, standing room tickets were $21.95. You could have two per person. I saw stand, I saw Spamalot standing room. Maybe you were my line monitor. Oh, I saw that actually a ton. Yeah. Because I was yeah. I worked there. I feel that like we I have so many crossed times. We probably did. Yeah. I, I And then I came back an hour before the performance to then monitor the standing room line in case there were tickets that came up, um, the standby line. So I did that. And then I also um, tutored. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> I also tutored and hated it. Whoa. Hated it. We're best friends. Sorry, I like, Emily. I felt like, okay, all these little rich, can I cuss? Yes. All these little rich fuckers, yep. their parents are paying so much money to bring someone in to teach them whatever the fuck it is that they need to like ace. And some of them, there's only one girl I liked, and she was just terrible at math. But how often do you do tangents in your life? And I was just, she was, she was so tortured by it. And she was such a sweet little creative kid. And I was just thinking it was just so, such bullshit that she had to work so hard on something that was never going to be a huge part of her life and just made her feel like a crappy person. And on the other side, there was this rich brat who was really smart, but I hated her because she was such a brat. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. My situation was the opposite. It was a um, No Child Left Behind sponsored oh, well, program. It was, except for... The, the program itself was infuriating because all I was supposed to be teaching was test prep, mm. which was infuriating. Right, right. <laughs> and also it was frustrating, though understandable, that there were so many families that were taking advantage of this free program, but like dicking me around about when they were going to be home. Right. They know schedules and situation and whatever, but like, I'm like, hi, I'm in bed for two hours. <laughs> Are you guys home? Oh, no? Man. Okay, I'll go back on the bus. Two buses. Oh, God. That's so funny. I feel like one of my friends had, had the opposite of that problem where she was a knit or not uh, tutoring like some rich kids and she got like fired because she showed up to the tutoring early twice. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Like showed up 10 minutes early once and they were like, oh. 
And then the next time she got the time wrong and showed up an hour early and then was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll leave and I'll come back in an hour. And then, like, the next day she was fired. Wow. You're like, what? For being early? Rich people are crazy. Rich people are crazy. It's intense. Okay, last question. <laughs> question. Comps and a time machine. What would you see? Wait, what? If you had comp tickets and a time machine. Oh. So you could see anything. It's like a compass and a time machine? <laughs> South? <laughs> 1950? Um, compass and a time machine. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, what would I see? What would I see? Yeah. Like, I would go back to 1979 and I would see Evita and then I would also see Patti Lapone and LaMouche oh. in the same night. I'd, I'd go back and forth, but 1994, because I could still see the Guys and Dolls revival and I could see the She Loves Me revival. Oh, She Good Loves show. Me. I love Choices. that show. They're doing that. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, we're so excited. Huh. Well, I guess I don't really even know the exact year, but I guess I'd like to see Ethel Merman. I just want to hear before mics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To hear what Absolutely. that was like. To hear her voice live without a microphone would be crazy. Yeah, that would be incredible. And then like the opera world too. I'd love to go back and see Maria Callas. That would blow my mind. Yeah. Yeah, like La Scala. And I'd like to be rich too. Is that included? <laughs> the time yeah. comps. Yeah, so. Comps, so. What about a dress? Time machine. Oh, well. And like a and, car. Um, <laughs> and dinner. You can, you're just there I for the dinner. day. <laughs> steal those things. Okay, okay. I'll steal them if I'm leaving. Right. Yeah. They can't charge me. Okay. Exactly. Deal. Perfect. Awesome. Well, those were our 10 questions. Oh. And um, now we're just going to talk about your show. That You have a show coming up I at do. 54 Below. I do. God. <laughs> it's coming up soon. I know. I always leave everything to the last minute. I'm a terrible boss. <laughs> June 24th. Correct. June 24th, 930. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's corsets to combat boots. And we'll basically be doing that in various forms both musically, uh, dress-wise, and alcohol-wise, probably. Mm. <laughs> so, like, whiskey and champagne. The other direction, but yeah. yeah. Ah. That's the plan. Awesome. Yeah. So, can you give us some spoilers? Some spoilers. Well, I mean, we're starting with kind of opery stuff and ending on rock music, and I know people are going to want to hear something from Gentleman's Guide, so we've taken Inside Out and kind of turned it into something different. And specials. So awesome. people will enjoy that, I think. Good. Yeah. It's it's funky. And the guy who's uh, my music director is actually music director on Broadway, Paul Starova. So he also knows the song really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's soon-ish, I guess. I'm trying to think about it. One day at a time, man. <laughs> Absolutely. This too shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the um, you've done this show or variations of the no, show before? No, this is my solo show debut. Maybe I guess you just do shows all the time, which I is what I'm thinking. I do a lot of Sky of. Pony shows, yeah, um, which is very different because it's you know it's my band and I have like everyone and their dog up on stage and you know it's also re- there's all- dogs on stage. I mean, oh. good <gasps> we've had acrobats, we've had <gasps> that's awesome jugglers, we've had you know. We've had somebody who drew during the show and then like gave away their paintings. I mean, Ooh. all kinds of stuff. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna bite this little piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Emily has a burning question for you that she's been thinking about for over a year. Really? Yeah. 
at the Tony Awards. I yeah. hope this isn't like embarrassed you or anything because this is one of my favorite things that happened at the, at the Tony Bar? Awards. Yes, mm-hmm. when you were eating at the Tony Awards because like we fucking starving. Right. It's like a it's an issue that people don't think about. We interviewed uh Harvey uh Firestein and oh God, he I was like him. bring fucking snacks. Yeah. Like bring snacks. So then like when we were watching and we saw that you were eating, we were like, yeah, brought snacks. Yeah. You have to bring snacks. I learned a lot from the Tony Awards. People told me to bring snacks. They were right. Um, I did not know they'd be filming me, but I didn't really care. It was amazing. After I had, they called my category and I performed, it was the best night ever. Before yeah. that, it was nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, I mean, it's, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah. And you, you, you woke up at like, we woke up at like, God, five that day. And then we did a rehearsal. And then... And then we... Did you do your matinee that day? Yeah. Then yeah. I did a matinee. Yeah. And then, like, immediately after the matinee, like, strip my face, strip my hair. And then I, I was paying somebody to do my hair and my makeup, which you have to pay for. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and your dress. Um, you know, the whole nine yards. And got into a dress, which was, you know, very tight. <laughs> <laughs> and I had not eaten. And I was starving. So I was so nervous. Like, you don't, you don't eat because yeah. you're nervous. And then after we performed... I was like, husband, give me that granola bar. <laughs> and I shoved it in my face and had the best night ever. Awesome. So much fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's yeah. to do a Tony's night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I would, you know, I had a blast. The other thing is I didn't write an acceptance speech for the Drama Desk Awards because I didn't think I'd win. Mm. Who does? And then I totally mangled it. Didn't thank my parents <laughs> at all. I hope you have since. And then about, yes. <laughs> and then about my husband, I was like, oh God, he probably wants to kill me. I've been so crazy, which is the total wrong thing to say. <laughs> I just said everything wrong because I wasn't expecting it. So I would advise people to just have an idea of what mm. you might say. You know, I think putting on your phone was a great idea. Oh, Ruthie oh. and Miles. I love that. Genius. I thought it was, it was perfect. Probably Green Alliance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I also liked if you – I saw a, a GIF online that was like if when she said hello to Kelly O'Hare on her way up, Kelly tried to – Kelly's like trying to take her phone away from her and she's like, no, I want this. Don't take – Kelly was like, okay, fine. She's like, why do you want your That's phone? funny. Oh, I didn't funny. notice that. I'm so glad I, I only won. saw it. Oh, my God. Just the best. Incredible, right? And she's a wonderful human. She's just delightful. Just a That's wonderful good human. to know. We don't know her personally. She's lovely. <laughs> I met her once oh, at, at right. South Pacific. I, went, I got to go backstage at South Pacific, and she was so nice. And she, she was, was like, so where nice. are you from? And was so sweet. Good for her. God, I did like a workshop with her. I don't even know what it was years ago, and I wasn't even like a role really. And she remembered my name, and I was walking down the street like a week later, and she said, hi, Lauren. Remember that. Remember, like that. Famous people can be really kind. Yeah, they must be assholes. But she's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, especially like uh, it's interesting living in New York because there's like this. He- someone singing. Sorry, someone singing Newsies. <laughs> Eddie loves Newsies. What are they singing? Once and for all. Do you want to join in? It stopped. It was the part that's, there's change coming once and for all. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Good boy. I got real distracted. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. I just saw a movie. Wait. I saw two movies when I was home. One of them had a Newsies reference. Now I can't remember which one. It was either Jurassic World or Spy. Cause those I haven't seen either of those. Uh, I think it was Spy. Newsies reference. Jurassic, it fits more into Spy than Jurassic, Jurassic World, I think. The Spy Kids? No. no, it's, uh, it's Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. 
Oh, and yeah. Paul Feig, their like second movie together, Paul, third Paul. third movie. He's the director. Oh. He did Bridesmaids and oh. The Heat. Oh, that's not. Uh, I thought that was her husband. Oh, they I? did Tammy together. Whoops. Her husband's also a director. Yes. Wow. Two <laughs> <laughs> kids. Yes. <laughs> How many? Look, I'm glad that you know all the Melissa McCarthy. She has two daughters. Two daughters. Yeah. Wow. Good Newsies reference in a mainstream movie, just for your pleasure. I really want to see her do like an indie romantic comedy where she's the romantic lead, like yes. uh, Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love. I would like I would to see Melissa that. McCarthy's version of that. Absolutely. One of one of the things that I didn't think about until after I like had seen Spy. Like later, it didn't occur to me while I was watching it. I was like, "Oh, this movie had no like romance in it." Yeah, like it was just she's a kick-ass strong lady who's like, "I'm awesome," <laughs> and there was no like you know some dude who she was sort of hanging out with the whole time. Who then at the end they're like, ah, "I think we're gonna date after oh, this movie's over." Brat. <laughs> but I wish. But what if she were like James Bond and just slept with like a lot of men? I would also have accepted that. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. That's for the sequel. (laughs) God, I hope they make another one. It's really funny. Anyway, how are we talking about Melissa McCarthy? Newsies. (laughs) Newsies. So, combat, I mean, corsets to combat boots. Yeah. Which is a reference, obviously, to your varied career that you've had. That is very true. Which is crazy to me that you have this opera and musical theater background, and even at least what we've seen you in, um, Gentleman's Guide is a very chamber music sort of sounding uh, operetta. musical operetta, right? It's not, it's, you're not screlting. No. So from that to Sky Pony, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, that's good. That was a good intro. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Well, you'll see, I mean, in the show, you're going to see some opera. You're also going to see some of my new classical music, which is another part of my life that I think Broadway people right. don't really... You uh, co-founded an opera company, I correct? I co-founded an opera company, awesome. and I just finished doing a West Coast premiere of this opera called Dog Days at LA Opera. I literally got back two days ago. And that's something that I think musical theater people aren't necessarily as... Uh, aware of or into um, and then also Texas blues I'll be doing some Texas music because I'm mm. born and raised in Texas this table um, and then also the rock music and that uh, my husband and I Kyle Jarrow when we first started dating you know he writes it's ironic that we married each other because I love beautiful gorgeous sweeping you know written music <laughs> you know like I love Light in the Piazza I love kind of like grand kind of opera-y and also just old-fashioned musical theater sound like all the old musicals I love you know South Pacific and Carousel and blah blah and Kyle kind of is like the anti-musical theater music theater writer um, his first show was a, a very merry unauthorized children's Scientology pageant <gasps> what that sounds wonderful you should look it up and it's yes. uh, pretty hilarious. And it's basically children telling the pageant story of Scientology. Amazing. And then since then, he's kind of written a bunch of musicals that are kind of like rock music in musicals. Um, he's, he's done a couple shows with Duncan Sheik, who also is similar nice. style. So he was talking about how he was casting somebody in his new reading of whatever. And I was like, what the, why didn't you ask me? <laughs> like, I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> weird girlfriend boyfriend at the time and he said oh you, you you don't sing rock music you know you don't that's not what you do and I was like oh excuse me <laughs> so we started a band together basically to kind of you know 
prove me wrong. <laughs> prove him wrong. Yeah. So, and that's been going on. We're just uh, signing a deal, which I don't know oh. when this airs, but I think it'll be done by then with Knitting Factory Records. Well, the album will be out probably in the fall. That's great. Awesome. Which will be distributed. <laughs> that's so exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. I'm actually, this weekend, we're going up to Duncan's studio, Duncan Sheik. He has this gorgeous studio in Garrison, and we're going to record all the background vocals. Awesome. So... That'll be fun. That's really exciting. I love the EP that you guys put out. Thank it's you. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing it at the coffee shop I work nice. at sometimes. Nice. It's real good. Where do you work? Everyman Espresso. Where is it? Uh, we have one location in the lobby of the Classic Stage Company. Oh my on God. 13th I know Street. this girl who's dating the manager of those <gasps> locations. Small I, world. We should put this on there. I'm sure people <laughs> will love to hear it. Well, what anyway, are we talking about? <laughs> your EP is awesome. Coffee. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and coffee. Oh, yeah, way more toys now. Because Duncan, I mean, I guess that's what happens when you make a living as a musician and can buy toys. Because he has, like, every instrument known to man. Like, four glockenspiels and things, you know, like, just toys. Great. Oh, my God. Are you guys going to put a glockenspiel in there? Yes, we are. That's awesome. Great. Love it. (laughs) Fantastic. Will you tell Duncan Sheik I saw Spring Awakening four times? I will tell him. Thank you. We were just out in LA where they did the Deaf West production. Oh, did you see it? My husband saw it because mm, he's actually Alex is in that working show. on a production with Deaf West, oh, which I saw a great. workshop of. It's amazing. I didn't see Spring Awakening, but I saw the workshop of this other thing. Nice. But it's crazy what they do, you know. Rumors that it might be heading this way. Really? Yeah. I don't That'd know. I don't amazing. think Broadway, but maybe a smaller setting. It's really cool. I really wish I had seen that Deaf West Big River. Oh, you probably would have loved that. It's really an amazing experience being a hearing person in an audience of people who are non-hearing and experiencing, like, the way, listening to the way they experience the show. Like, they they laugh at different moments. They clap at different moments. Also, the clapping is silent, you know, because it's right. wavy hands. Um, it's just, it's it's fascinating. And also, it's weird to hear people laugh who a lot of them don't hear, so they don't mm. know what they sound like. Yeah. And that's also so... I mean, like, it's... it's It really shows you how much of what we do and how we interact with each other is how what we learn from each other. Like, literally, like, laughter is learned. Laughter is not natural. Like, you learn it from your parents laughing or whatever. Like, it's really fascinating and and interesting and bizarre. And I also learned that um, every person in sign language, you don't spell your name every time. You spell Mm. your name the first time. Yes! You have a name sign. I I don't know. Patty wants one so bad. It's really weird for me to want one, but I really want a name sign. But you have to, no, you have to have a deaf person give you a name sign. Oh. Kyle, yeah, yeah, they gave him, Kyle, he's a writer, so this is K. Yeah. So his is like a little, (gasps) like in his writing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wait, so is each person's name sign unique to them? Yes. Oh, that's cool. So like I could meet another Emily and she, but, and we, if we both had, like, our signs would not be the same. No. <gasps> and then when you met that Emily, you would spell out your name and then do your name sign yeah. so that she would know what it is. So then That's then on, cool. she would just, what have I learned? I've learned this is, um, this is cute. Mm-hmm. This is smart. Mm-hmm. This is thank you. Uh, this is pizza. <laughs> None of you can one. see any of this, but go ahead and look it up <laughs> online. Cream, which looks really kind of dirty. <laughs> and then this is prostitute. Oh, prostitute. that one I didn't know. I like that. <laughs> I used to be like really, really obsessed with sign language and really wanted to learn it like in middle school. I was like, I'm going to teach myself sign language just because I thought it was awesome. 
I mean, and I thought it would be I cool. I would love to learn it, especially because I'm on vocal rest a mm. lot for my jobs. Like, because I just don't have a chance. You know, you're yeah. singing all the time. So Kyle and I do, my husband, we sign to each other. I know the alphabet, but like, I want to be able to really sign complex yeah. thoughts. Like, what did you think to, of today's election results? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Oh, I hope that production comes. Me too. Let's all get signed names. <laughs> so what what was your schooling background? Do you have a, a vocal performance or a musical theater background? Uh, neither. I have a degree in Spanish literature. Oh. oh. Twist. Yeah. <laughs> With which I don't do much. Um, I can speak Spanish and read Spanish. And write Spanish. Mm. Um, did you see the recent, most recent production of uh, West Side Story? I did. Did you love it? I mean, I love that show. Mm. Um, I think the music is just absolutely astonishingly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was fantastic. I wish I knew Spanish. Well, I wish I knew another language besides English, actually. Well, what did you do it. in high school? Oh. I studied Japanese. That's rad. Yeah. <laughs> I can say, Hontoni o ishi desu. I don't remember any. Actually, that's not true. The one thing I do remember, I remember how I asked to go to the bathroom because that was really important. Ready? Uh, that's good. <laughs> I can crack up Japanese tourists at uh, the coffee shop pretty, pretty good with that one. <laughs> we, um,. We went to Japan in March of this year. We've That's always awesome. wanted to go. And we spent about three weeks, honestly. Nice. Did you see any Frank Wildhorn musicals while you were there? I did not. No. We didn't see any musicals while we were there. We took a break. Oh my God, I would love to see a musical in J- like like Bonnie and Clyde in Japanese. They're Actually, doing Prince of Broadway there, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. At least Man. it's happening somewhere. I know. That's, that was like, what... It's been a, four years, three years ago. It's been a while. It's hard, y'all. Getting one of those up is hard. I it's mean, a beast. Those shows, for real. Well, it's always interesting. I feel like when a show announces, there's a you know, if it had a recent out of town production, people are like, that makes sense. But if the out of town production was more than a year ago, yeah, yeah, people yeah. are like, where'd the show come from? And right. we always feel like that because there's shows that had a workshop five years ago right. that we weren't as involved in theater news then or something. And then you're like, Amazing Grace, where'd you come from? I did one of the workshops of it. <gasps> For real? Oh, my God. You Aaron Mackey? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't, remember, I don't remember any of the characters' names. I don't remember <gasps> what the character's name was either. <laughs> Wonderful. So how did you, with your Spanish literature degree, get involved in performing? I've always sung you know since I was a little kid and I always was kind of loud (laughs) and attention seeking and my mother kind of luckily kind of tried to channel that into theater so that I wasn't you know a total screw up at school and then when I when I went to college I thought okay I'm gonna I'm gonna get like a good degree so that I can have like a quote-unquote backup whatever that means um, but then it was just a disease, you know? You just can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> you just can't stop. I was like, I am going, because I went to Yale, so I was like, I'm going to, like, study. Mm. And then, of course, I auditioned for, like, five shows. <laughs> and then I spent most of my time doing theater, but I didn't major in it. Mm. So, And somehow that made me feel like I was not actually going to do it for a living, but then I just ended up doing it for a living. Were you there when Natalie Portman was there? Uh, I don't know. Was I? I graduated in 05. I can't remember when she no, went. I think she went to think Harvard. Went. What did she study? Jordana Brewster went to Yale. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Same caliber as <laughs> Natalie Portman. <laughs> too Fast, Too Furious. Jodie Foster. Right. <gasps> Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Rory Gilmore. One of the Bush girls. Yeah. The, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. She was there when I was there, but she was a year above me, two years, one year. I don't remember. You could be in the Gilmore Girls musical as Lorelai. There's a Gilmore Girls musical? No, we just in our head. It's all, oh. We're always dream casting a Gilmore Girls yeah. musical. Lorelai is 32. Yeah. So. Perfect. Lovely. Excellent. Good to know. Be a good Lorelai. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's Lorelai. like our favorite thing to dream cast. Right there's now. so many variations. We did a f- film that should be coming out soonish, two years ago, with Kelly Bishop, who is an amazing yes. human being in person. Just Incredible. so cool. Smart and kind and wonderful and lovely. Yeah. Yeah. We saw her a couple of weeks, last week, two weeks ago. At Ever- weeks ago. We went to go see the opening night of Ever After, and mm. she was on an opening night date with Priscilla Lopez. Oh, fancy. <laughs> I just, yeah. they're like best friends. That's, that's like the second or third show we've seen them yeah. together at at the Paperville Playhouse. That's cute. Love it. Do you have a Broadway best friend? A Broadway best friend. I was oh, just thinking God. about, I was thinking about Andrea Martin and Deborah oh. Monk, our Broadway best friends. We see them at shows together a lot too. <laughs> I see, I see shows either with Kyle or my parents when they come into town. Mm. Like next week I'm seeing Fun Home and <gasps> Hand to God. Oh, that's awesome. So oh, that's good. I'm excited. That's a good selection. Yeah. I knew. I always I always try to buy before June because then all oh, the tickets yeah. go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. But other than that, I have some friends that I call in. Well, before, when I worked for Ruth Hendel for years, mm-hmm. who was my day job boss for, gosh, like seven years, she's a producer. I would go see shows with her all oh, the time. So you were her body Yeah, all the time. That's fun. Nice. All the time. Excellent. What shows did you do at Yale? First show I did was Candide. And then what else did I do? Bat Boy. Mm. I did Bat Boy. I did She Loves Me. Uh, I did John and Jen. Yes. Did, John and Jen. Great. Those are all good picks. What did I do? Oh, um, Dangerous Liaisons, uh, mm. the play. Mm. Mirror, Mirror, which is a play now that Friend wrote. Oh, City of Angels. I'm covering them all. I did two a year, so it should be around. It should be. Oh, but I took a year off. Was gone. Oh, I did Wizard of Oz as a regional theater production my junior year in Texas. That's how I got my equity card. Yeah, I think that's about it. Is that it? I think that's it. Those are good shows. I can't believe that you got cast in John and Jen <laughs> and you weren't a theater major. Did were there well, a lot of angry theater majors? Yale's different in that it's not like there aren't like there's only there's okay, so there's two like quote unquote official musicals per year. One is like the end of the year musical. And then there's one like in the first semester. And then those are done at the big main stage theater. And then anybody can put up a show at any time. You can oh, get funding. Like black box. Oh, tons. Yeah. So I did a lot of those too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's such, I mean, there's tons of theater happening there, which is what was so great about it. Yeah. Yeah. So vocally, how do you go from opera to rock? Yeah. Well, technique wise, it's easier to go one direction other than the other. Um, going from opera to rock, the main thing for me is trying to make sure that I can get my, my larynx back down. I don't mm. know if that makes sense. Because when you sing high, your larynx raises with it. And one of the problems I have as a singer is sometimes I allow my larynx to get too high, which means that it's harder to reach the low notes because mm. for low notes, your larynx has to be low. So technically, that's kind of hard. Um, but as long as you do it kind of in that order and you talk in between, your voice will come back down. Um, 
And then in terms of just like stylistically, I think it's just a matter of kind of, you know, I think it is kind of like a foreign language in a way. You just have to know what that language is. And in opera, there's a certain way to sing things. And and in rock music, there's a certain way to, you know, go off voice and not care as much. And I'm attracted to that. I'm attracted to both sides. <laughs> well, thanks for chatting with us. Thank you very much. And we can't wait to see your show. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm especially excited because I also enjoy all these genres. Yeah. And singing all of them. So it'll be fun to see a show like that. Yeah. Well, yay. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be pretty damn good. <laughs> yay. <laughs> Heard it here. <laughs> June 24th, 9.30 at 54 Below. Yeah. We'll be there. Uh, you better, too. Yeah, say hi to us. She's fantastic. I fucking worship her. She's wonderful and lovely. And I'm really excited to see her show. Me, too. Can't wait. Yeah. And I feel like I have much more determination to actually see one of her Sky, Sky Pony, Pony shows. Because there's been at least, I think there's been at least four or five yeah. Sky Pony shows in the last six months that I have had on my calendar and been like going this day. Yeah. And then everything always, I mean, the last six months we've been seeing a lot of shows. Well, right. So I think most times it was that like, was well, this is it. the only night that we can see such yeah. and such show. And it always got yeah. pushed to the bottom Absolutely. of the priorities. Yeah. But she's fucking delightful. Come to her show with us, guys. Yeah. It's on Wednesday. It's we'll be, be there. Great. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, and buy her EP. Oh, yeah. You can buy it right now on the iTunes. Just search Sky Pony. I don't have it. I'll have to get it. It's real, real good. She does some fantastic screlting. Uh. Like, real good stuff. There's, like, a live track. And the live Ooh, track. Ooh, I love fucking, a live track. Oh, my God. The notes she hits on that live track are just wonderful. And it's also, like, it's fun. It's fun music. And... I forgot to, I was going to say this to her and then I forgot. One of the absolute best radio stations that I have found on Spotify, Mm -hmm. like that I play at work, is a Sky Pony station. Oh. I made a Sky Pony station on, and the the music that it pulls based on Sky Pony is like awesome. It'll play like the last five years and it'll play like Hedwig, Uh but then it'll also play like a lot of like artists that I'm not familiar with, but like it, I don't know. It's like a so it, perfect musical mix. It pulls like musical theater because they're like, oh, Lauren Warsham, right? And then it pulls, but it also pulls like, like from the genre, rock. like yeah, like, yeah. Ar- artsy rock Arts, and like, folk. Arts, yeah, I, was like I don't know uh, what yeah, to call folks, it. Yeah, There's yeah, so many different genre words, <laughs> and they don't really mean very much. But yeah, it's like try that Spotify out. Do a Spotify cool. radio based on Sky yeah. Pony. It's a nice mix. Awesome. Speaking of CDs, it should have been you. <gasps> getting a cast recording. I'm so excited. And do you know oh, what I we didn't were just realize? talking about how much we wanted this. We I made know. it true. And do you know what I didn't realize until Kevin DeAly pointed it out on Twitter is what? that of all the new musicals this season, uh, only, only one, one, which is really, really upsetting, but still, right. only one didn't isn't get getting a cast recording, holler. which is holler if you hear me. Uh, but considering that there were still uh, several that didn't last very long, right? It's still exciting, extremely exciting. It gives me so much hope, mm. so much hope that, like, yeah. yeah, as long as we get those cast recordings, yeah. that's what we need. I still want to holler if you hear me oh, cast absolutely. recording. I really, I'm sad that that show got so utterly forgotten about yeah. because I really, really liked it. it was I thought good. it was great. I love Tupac. And yeah. Tanya Pinkins. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that order. No. No. 
Well, one thing I want to talk about is we got a comment from Neil on our website, and he wanted to let us know that Memphis and Philadelphia, in fact, is not non-equity because it is not the tour. Now, I didn't look into it because I saw those flags and I knew that the tour was non-equity. So Mm. I assumed it was the tour. It was not the touring production. It was a regional production. And... He didn't say if it's he didn't say how long it's running until oh. but if you're in the Philadelphia area Go check it out Memphis. and still if tours check come if to equity. your to your area ask right. if they're equity. Yeah, definitely still check. But hey, yeah, f- we can verify for this production if yeah, yeah Memphis, And I wish I had show. looked into it a little bit more, but right, right, I had right. that in my head right. that the tour wasn't equity. Bummer, you could have seen a regional production of Memphis. I know. Well, somebody go see it. Yeah. And Tell us, us if it's any good. Neil said it was great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I wonder who's in the cast. Well, there's a little bit of a controversy <laughs> on the Twitter this week. Yeah, I got in a the fight. theater community involving a Broadway.com article. Listicle. Whatever you want to call it. Listen, you know what's funny about this entire situation? Yeah. Is that, A, I don't follow Broadway.com on Twitter, and I muted Paul Wontrek because people would retweet him. And I, and I didn't feel, I didn't want to block him because I, right. I don't need to block people unnecessarily, like mm-hmm. if they haven't been aggressive to me. Sure. But people retweet him, and I, it's, I don't like the things he says, so I don't want to see it. Sure. But somebody retweeted a Broadway.com thing, and I was like, oh, it's just something... About Orange is the New Black. Generally, when Broadway.com posts things that they think are funny, I get really confused by, and I don't understand why they're... What, I, I just... I don't even understand what was happening well, in that, that You thing. sent it to me, and my first reaction was like, I don't understand. Right, because I spent a lot of time looking at it, and I read through the whole thing, and was just it's like... their character. So, I'm so confused. It made no sense. That whole thing made no sense. It was like, Kelly O'Hara's in there for like... Not winning Tonys. Like, what? No, no, no. It wasn't. So it was like, it would be like Kelly O'Hara, but as her character right. in Bridges because right. she murdered um, right. Hunter Foster. I don't know but if that was an example, but something like that. But it was nonsense like that. And I was so confused by it. So the actresses as their characters. Being Orange is the New Black. What if they were all in prison because Orange is the New Black? So not the actresses, the characters. made no sense. So I read through it and was like, what? And then I scrolled back up to the top and I looked at the dumb Photoshop pictures they always do. (laughs) And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. All of these people are white. What the fuck? And then I was like, that's crazy. Like it's fucking your inspiration is Orange is the New Black and you literally picked all white actresses. Like that is just absurd. Like that's just ridiculous. And that Photoshop picture they put up is like, they took a picture of the Orange is the New Black cast and photoshopped our, you know, these Broadway yeah, actresses' yeah, yeah. heads on it. So, like, fucking Megan Hilty's head was on, like, Uzo Adoba's body, which is just, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, why? And so I tweeted at Paul Wontrek and I said, hey, why is everyone in this white? Mm-hmm. And then he said to me... <laughs> He said to me, shit, wait, I should pull it up because I don't. And I'll just say before you say what it is, regardless of what you feel about the work you're putting out, you should listen to what people are saying and, you know, take the note. That's yeah. that's what it's called in the biz. Take the take note. Take the fucking note. Right. This is what he said. No intentional reason. Proud the site features always 
are always diverse without us taking time to count. Why are you counting? See, and that's when maybe (laughs) if you're going to respond, you say something like, oh, completely unintentional, but I see that now. Right. And maybe that's I see that that is a problem. (laughs) Um, Even if you don't think it is, and even, listen, and I'm doing this from like a PR sort of situation. I think he should see it's a problem. Yeah. But if you don't want to admit it's a problem because you don't see it's a problem, then you say something like, it was unintentional. I see that now. Right. Like, I was surprised that he even responded because well, I've tweeted sure. at him about issues like this before. I'm like, hey, what's wrong with your website? Well, maybe you he's only noticed featured that white and people. He was like, now I'm going to tell this right, bitch right. what's up. Maybe. Um, but that's a, that's a, mm, you're clearly a racist if you say that. I'm sorry, but there's no, halfway around it if you're it's like a racist response. it's a really fucking racist response i'm sorry but if like across the board like if somebody's like hey you're being racist if you, you respond with no i'm not right <laughs> you're definitely you say, racist oh, am am i wait let me rethink what right. just happened you go uh-oh <laughs> right i don't want to be i don't think i like if somebody called me a racist i would be like whoa what did I do? Well, and you know, I mean, we've done sketches and we do comedy and there's a minute where you write a joke and then we check in with each other right. on, wait, is this joke too far? It might right. not be about race. It might be about right, something right, right, else. Right. Is this joke too far? Right. And nobody checked in on anybody. Well, mm, yeah. I mean, I think Broadway.com just... Or at least at that point. Nobody I don't checked know. In. There's a lot of problems. I mean, I have a lot of problems with Broadway.com. One of my problems is their sense of humor because I don't think they have one. Um, <laughs> so it's hard. <laughs> it's real hard when you're not very funny and you think you are and you're actually a racist. I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. like if you that if you took something that is a diverse property that one of the things that gets fucking talked about yeah. and one of the things that ch- is championed about that property is the diversity and you filled it with only white people yeah that is a fucking problem it's a problem it's not okay and uh yeah i am gonna fucking call you out on it and then i told him he was that saying that was racist and then he called me a troll well, he didn't call me a troll. He told me to go back to my cave. Um, and then I said, please block me. It would be really validating. And then he did. <laughs> I thought that part was funny. Because obviously once he responded to me and I knew that he was racist, I wasn't going to bother arguing with him because yeah. I'm not going to change well, him being a racist. I just think, again, I, I just think aside from the original issues with the story that you posted, the way that it was handled from that point on is ridiculous. Right. Like if he thought, has he learned nothing from the internet? If he thought you were being a troll, you don't respond to troll. Right. And like, that's not what you were doing, but, and maybe that's, again, maybe that's why he responded because it was like one thing too many. (laughs) You're being like, Hey, I see you. Hey, I I see see what what you're you're doing. doing. Yeah. Hey, white man. I did not notice that you're white because you're gay. I remembered. Just the only thing, the only thing on Broadway.com I've ever been entertained by Mm. was Side by Side by Susan Blackwell. And that had nothing to do with Broadway.com. Yeah, I was going to say the videos, any of those series. Oh, sure, sure. That's true. uh, Can be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
the people who are produ- making them are funny and sure. good the, and yeah. interesting the videos and things like that. Right, right, right. That right. stuff's all good, but uh, everything else on that website is pure crap. So maybe the stuff produced by them, but not the stuff created by them. Right, right. I guess is is right that. Yeah, and they're also money hungry whores. So well, there's yeah, that it's problem. a broker. It's a ticket it's a broker. Fucking ticket broker. You should absolutely never in a million years ever buy tickets from Broadway.com because it's a fucking scam. They're basically scalpers. So Well, I wouldn't call them scalpers. I would call them brokers. Okay. It's it's too much for a service because they're physically getting the tickets for you at a way too high a percentage. Right. But you know, you're paying someone else to do something you could do yourself. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Is it worth 40%? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I know you don't think that. Anyway. Gross. Don't go to their website. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Carolee Carmelo is so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. She is so pretty. It's true. But also, um, David Friedman, one of the writers of Scandalous, came to see Finding Neverland this week. Yes. Yes. What did she, her comment on her Instagram was very lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. She said, my friend David Friedman is here at Neverland Broadway tonight, so I'm throwing back this picture from Opening Night of Scandalous. He wrote beautiful music for that score. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he didn't write Lassie from Cork. So true. <laughs> no, the melodies in that show were were nice. Yeah, I liked hearing Carolee sing them. Well, we sort of took that follow me, follow right. me, whatever it is. Oh, he yeah. wrote that. He wrote our Carolee update. <laughs> sort of. Thanks, David Friedman. Thanks, David Friedman. I hope you liked Finding Neverland. I wonder what he thought about the music in Finding Neverland. I would love to know. Yeah. I would love to know what all the Davids of Scandalous thought. You all know, the Davids. There's three men named David that were on the creative team. Oh, well, yeah. It was like the director, the this Friedman who wrote the music, mm-hmm. and like the guy that wrote the book, I think. I get him confused with... Oh, no, wait, Kathy with, wrote the book? Kathy Maybe he wrote co-wrote the book, the book with Kathy. Yeah, I think that's right. I get him confused with Michael Friedman who wrote the music for Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, <laughs> which like every time I'm like... What? Oh, right. No, those. Dave, okay, That's the guy funny. who wrote that did not write Scandalous. Hey, they name checked <laughs> Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson in uh, I think it was the New York Times this week. Oh, about the it ten dollar bill uh-huh, thing. Uh huh. They were like, $10 "Hi, $10 there's a father. reason why the People women ask, who were trying yeah. to get a woman on the yeah, the bills were thing. doing it to get on the twenty because they also want to get Andrew Jackson." off the 20. Like, what a weird thing. To oh. Be like, we're going to do it. Oh, but it's not mm, weird. Not I really. mean, it is bizarre, but the, well, I, sure. I totally I understand saw the why. It. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah. of fucking dudes no, no. over at the Treasury Department being like, shut up, women. You don't get to do tell us what to do. do it, just fucking do it. Do you think, also, that, do you think people are going to be like, thanks? Also, no. you know what? I think <laughs> I, you know me, I would way rather get Andrew Jackson off the money well, sure. than get any woman on it. I would, w- I would yeah. wait. I would rather right. you replace Andrew Jackson with another dumb white man, yeah, than who put a woman on there. All the Native Americans, right? He's right. a fucking. It's like having yeah. Hitler on your money. Or it the is Confederate flag on your capital. Uh huh. It is. <laughs> yeah. 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 America sucks. God, this week is Musical not been good. Theater. Let's 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 end on a on a happy note. <laughs> that sort of is actually along the same lines. Now it's time mm. for the Laura Benanti. Tweet of the week. 
On January, nope, not January. On June 15th at 10.22 p.m., Laura Benanti tweeted, what if people who wrote hateful things about people they don't know in the comment sections of articles just didn't? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What if they didn't? What if they didn't? I think that all the time. I don't get on fights. I don't get in fights on the internet. I just don't. (laughs) I do on Twitter sometimes. I mean, every now and then I'll respond, but if it like gets to a point where if we were in person, somebody's raising their voice, I'm like, I'm out. I don't think I've ever had anything get that bad. I'll usually just be like, I'm dropping in and saying this and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I guess that's actually the way I've done it too. You know? Man, I just got to tell Paul Wontrack when he's being racist (laughs) at every opportunity. And I don't think that that's the same thing. (laughs) Right. I think him responding is getting in fights on the internet. I'm glad he finally responded to something I said. Well, now he blocked you, so you never have to see anything he tweets. Right. No, it's really refreshing because now I don't have to like hold back about talking how much I hate him and his website. Because before I was like, you know, I don't want to pick a fight. Yeah. Free at last. Yeah. Great God Almighty. Fuck you, Broadway.com. You can suck my fucking oh, cock. I think Isn't I that said the I wanted to end this show? on a good note. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go go see live theater. theater!